Hey guys, how's it going? It's Chris Damianakos, game producer of Cash Run. Thank you so much for listening for another episode of Creatively Speaking. So let's cut to the chase. Let's talk about the title. It is, should you create a responsive website? Now, the key thing about it is if you currently have a website uh, or you're planning on uh, creating a website, um, first of all, let's talk about if you have a website. If you already have a website and it is not responsive, and I'm not going to explain to you what that means in general, uh, basically a responsive website is basically taking your current website and making it adaptable to all forms of different screen sizes, be it a smartphone, tablet, desktop, laptop, and that way it just basically converts. It readjusts itself, kind of like, like a transformer, right? So in other words, if you go onto your website, on a laptop, and then uh, you go on to your website via a smartphone, the website being it is called responsive knows to adjust itself to that screen size. Now, the old school way of doing this was very tedious, and you might be one of those people that have that old school type of website, which means that you would actually have to construct two forms of your website. Basically, what that means is that you would create your website that would be, the pages would be specifically designed for a desktop laptop screen, and then do another version of your website that was primarily designed for a smartphone screen. So basically, two websites under one folder, which was extremely tedious. Um, Those days are gone. A responsive website just means you just gotta make one page, and then uh, of, of your site and all the you know sub pages of your site and the responsive web page will then do the work for you to readjust itself on you know whatever the device might be on the screen size it makes things a lot easier it makes it um, a lot more google friendly uh, google is now reacting more uh, to responsive websites for seo rankings um, and it also speedy it really kind of speeds up your uh, your website so that way being that it becomes more mobile friendly and uh, you know obviously you want to stay within the one to three second load time of your site if you can get it to one one second man you're awesome but um, because the thing is is that when you went the old school way and have two versions of it well it could cause the load time of your website to be four or five seconds and you don't want to be four or five seconds of a load time. It sounds, you know, seconds sound like a very short amount of time, but in a website load time, that's very, very slow. And quite frankly, it will make somebody jump right out of your site. So that's something that you do not want. You know, the key thing, the key goal to your website is you want people to visit your site, no matter what it is that you're selling or what you're trying to educate your uh, visitor. But if your site is slow, man, you already got them through the door. The last thing you want is for them to turn around and just walk right back out the door. Um, so with that being said, should you consider doing a responsive website? So if you say, well, Chris, I already have a website. You know, I'm happy with it. You know, maybe I shouldn't do it. My answer to that, folks, is you need to eventually do it. If you don't know anything about responsive websites, and maybe a lot of you don't, um, I had to kind of self-educate myself by watching videos and reading a lot and, 
you know, making the conversion on my own. Now, depending on the platform that you have, that uh, as far as the software that you use to create your website, it could be Wix, it could be WordPress, it could be Everweb, whatever the case might be, is just go YouTube it and type in, let's say, Wix.com responsive pages or WordPress responsive pages, you know, or Everweb. You, know, you kind of get the idea what I'm trying to get at. And that way, by educating yourself and taking those notes or whatever, you can slowly make the the change in regards to going from a traditional website to a responsive. Trust me, in the end, it will benefit your site organically and specifically on ranking. Keep in mind, Google does these updates almost. I, I can't tell you how many times Google will update its, its site. Uh, more than you would imagine. Things that they'll announce, things that they won't announce. But responsive websites are something that they're... Um, reacting more to than traditional websites um the other thing i'm going to mention as i always you know mention this uh polish your site it's always good to repolish it i always say you know especially this time of year by doing that you, know, you kind of see what works what doesn't work don't go google analytics everyone looks at google analytics go to google search console it's a little bit more detailed see what pages on your site are working see what pages are not if you do a 12-month to 24 month, uh, you know, flow chart of your site, you're going to know clearly what people are looking at and when people are not. If you are looking at pages that within a 12 month span that people are not looking on specific pages on your site, do yourself a favor and delete those pages. It might be a little bit painful, but sometimes you have to pull the trigger on those types of pages because by doing that, it speeds up your site and your rankings go actually a little bit higher, believe it or not. A lot of people assume that, hey, the more pages I get, the more keywords, the more you know, uh, organic traffic. No, it's exactly the opposite. So you want to make it you know, short and sweet and uh, make it a little bit more effective. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. Again, on responsive sites, the best thing I can do is self-educate yourself on it by doing, you know, looking at uh, YouTube tutorials and seeing, you know, if, you, if it's something that you can do. It's not something you can do overnight. It will take some time. It could take several days, several weeks, a couple months, whatever the case might be. It all depends on how big your website is and how many pages there are. If you can't do it, unfortunately, at that particular point, you got to get a professional to do it. But do yourself a favor before you hire a website developer or whatever you know the case might be in that regard, do your research, see how good they are, look at their work, and um, see what the results are on the websites that they've created. That's key. And here's the way to do it. By doing that is, you know, whoever the website developer is, ask them what websites you know that they've done. And then they'll tell you, well, I worked on this one. I created this website. Then you want to go into a Google search console or Uber suggests, and it will tell you right off the bat how well that website is make, uh, is doing. So it is a phenomenal reference tool. So you'll know that, hey, yeah, maybe I shouldn't hire John Smith. But, you know, Bob Smith over here that, you know, his websites, they're doing really well. So be smart before you take that money out of your wallet guys thank you so much for listening to the site not the site no pun intended to this episode please spread the good word thank you so much and i'll talk to you soon